0: Let's go to cycling, though, because the biggest tour in the sport, the Tour de France, is underway for 2022. And not too many Kiwis know more about this race than Julian Dean. He spent 17 years as a professional, the last 14 of those as a pro tour cyclist, riding for some of the sport's biggest teams. He rode 20 grand tours, including the Tour de France, seven times in 2004 and then every year From 2006 to 2011 inclusive. He had a stage win in 2011 and three podium stage finishes in 2010, forging a reputation as the best lead out sprinter in the business, helping the likes of Tor Hushovd and Tyler Farrar at the peak. Of their careers. Following his retirement he transitioned into sport director roles with the likes of Mitchelton Scott. Back home in New Zealand now though and with us this afternoon Julian Dean thanks so much for joining us. When you think back to your time riding Latour what are your most vivid memories?
1: Um, yeah I think um, you know there's, there's, there's lots of um, vivid memories but you know if you really want to talk about good ones you know it's just the electrifying atmosphere Um, that you have uh, day in and day out based around that event. Now, we see it on TV here in New Zealand. Um, But, you know, the the colours and the energy uh, for that three weeks is just extraordinary.
0: What are the keys to doing well in this race?
1: Um, I think, you know, when you're you're young and you're first coming to these events, um, you know, it's easy to get swooped up and, uh, and all that's going on. Um, but, you know, as you grow a little bit, you, you know, you realise these are the same guys that you race uh, week in, week out. Um, you know, a lot of these guys are racing um, 60, 70 times a year with the same group of riders. So um, although the media focus and in the in the, in the world's eyes are on this particular event, um, you know, it's really just keeping grounded, keeping focused and, and knowing that you're just doing uh, what you do every day just besides the... Um, the normality or, or the hoopla that goes with this with this event.
0: This is probably a silly question, but how challenging is it physically and mentally?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, mentally there's always a lot of pressure uh, on the Tour de France, you know, for these Tour de France teams, um, you know, of all the races that they do a year, and they do upward of 300 days racing, and remembering Tour de France is only 21 of those, um, 80% of a team's exposure uh, comes from the Tour de France, so you know, from sponsors, from managers, um, you know, there's a, a lot of a lot of pressure um, on the teams, and um, you know, really the, the the key to that is just uh, you know absorbing that pressure. And like I said, just going going back to the basics.
0: And you know, how does that pressure manifest itself on the on the riders? Do, I mean, is the pressure applied, um, you know, so much so that it that that you're taken to some pretty dark places when you're out there on the bike?
1: Yeah, you know, I think what we see a lot in the Tour de France is, uh, is, is very often that, that manifesting itself in, in, in poor decisions um, by athletes out on the road. Um, you know, and you can see often um, you know, we have a lot, of, a lot of crashes in the Tour de France. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of emphasis on trying to be at the front in these races and get good position, um, guys taking more risks. Um, but also, if you remember back um, in the headbutt situation that I had, um, I can not even think when it was, now I'm going to say 2010 or whatever, um, with Mark Renshaw. you know, that was a, a second weekend. There's been a, a lot of dueling during that Tour de France with his team, um, hot day, um, you know, and, and decisions can be made that are a bit a bit rash at sometimes. So you've got to be really careful around that stuff.
0: And is there much chat between the the, the riders during stages or, or are you really just focusing on on riding the bike too much to be uh, engaging in chit-chat?
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the differences uh, with Tour de France compared to other races that we do uh, throughout the year um, is that it's live coverage um, from kilometre zero uh, right through to the finish. Um, so what that means is that even um, in the early stages of the race, if you can um, get out in a breakaway, um, with a couple of other guys, or by yourself, or representing your team early on in the stage, you're in front of the TV camera. You're getting exposure. You're getting value um, for your sponsors. So what you find in the Tour de France uh, that racing is very intense um, from kilometer zero, um, you know, and even more so. We've been finding this, um, you know, since COVID, this racing seems to be like a little bit more more desperate. Um, and you know, particularly the Tour de France there's not really much time for chat. Um, at all during the stages from kilometre zero, everyone's gunning to try and get that exposure um, for their sponsors on the TV cameras in the early part of the stage if they can.
0: How important are the mountain stages?
1: It really depends on a team's objectives. Um, so, you know, you take Podge Car and Primoz Roller to this year, they're probably the two key favourites. The, the mountain stages and the time trials for them um, are really, really key. Um, but, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, particularly this year's Tour de France, where the race starts in Denmark. Um, so there's three stages in Denmark. Um, we come down, they come down into northern France, and they've got in northern France there a stage on on the cobbles, um, which they throw in every three or four years. Um, so early on, these stages are important. But, you know, the, the key mountain climbers, the guys that are going for the overall for the yellow jersey in Paris, um, they'll be wanting to make their big inroads against each other um, when they get into the mountains and, and try and um, crack their rivals there. So that's really the place they'll be trying to do that.
0: How do cyclists feel about riding on the cobbles? Um,
1: it's really, um, you know, uh, one of the interesting things with road cycling is, you know, you get um, you know, in one race uh, at the Tour de France you get um, varying um, types of riders. They've so got riders that will be going to this Tour de France specifically to target that cobble stage in the Tour de France. Um, But you'll find your sort of uh, lightweight climbers, um, you know, they really struggle on those cobbles. Remembering these lightweight climbers, are around 56 to 60 kilos. Um, So these cobbles, uh, you know, they throw a lot back at you and these lightweight guys get bounced around a lot. So not so good for those pure climber guys, but the bigger guys tend to cope all right.
0: You mentioned Tate Podjakar, two-time defending champion, riding for UAE Team Emirates. Would he be a f- fairly firm favourite again for you, Julian?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, all the bookies and, and all the people that know stuff about cycling have, have got him down um, as, as the firm favourite. Um, you know, we've seen um, when these elite riders like your Chris Frooms and, and Podjikar, they get into the second and third year, they tend to just grow in confidence and um and he is really that man at the moment. He's had two Tour de France already under his belt, um, proving to be an extraordinary, you know, unbeatable athlete at this um, through this period of cycling, as we saw from Chris Froome um, a few years before that. Um, so it's really his Tour de France to lose.
0: And we George Bennett's in that team as well. So what will his role be?
1: Yeah, primarily uh, they'll be having George there. Um, you know, they'll have really boosted the team around um, Podcar this year, and, and George has been part of that. So he'll be one of his right-hand uh, persons uh, deep into some of those mountain stages. So you'll be probably be seeing George on those last or second-to-last mountain climbs in the big, uh, big stages. Um, sort of, we get to really around stage 13 and 14 when we first get down to the Alps there. We'll be seeing George a lot then and you'll probably see him right beside Podskar, trying to keep some of those favourites like Geraint Thomas from Indiana and like Primoz Rodlich under control and control that race for Tare Podskar.
0: And Jack Bauer is the other Kiwi I can see in the field riding for Bike Exchange, Jayco. What does success look like for Jack Bauer?
1: So, yeah, Jack's there. Um, The team Bike Exchange, Jayco, they are really primarily only focusing on stages this year. Um, so you'll be seeing Jack do a lot of the early work and stages, I'd imagine, trying to keep the, um, keep the race under control for the sprint stages. I've got one of the world's best sprinters in that team, Dylan Groenewegen, the Dutch rider. Um, so really, uh, you know, if, you're, if you're watching the stages early, you'll be seeing uh, Jack out there um, and doing some early work to, to try and control some of those early stages. And, and if he's got anything left in the end, uh, maybe he'll be involved in those lead-outs a little bit to bring Dylan Grunwig in, uh, into position for some of those sprints.
0: And uh, part of my ignorance here, Julian, but you're obviously involved as a, as a sport director with Mitchelton Scott uh, following your competitive uh, cycling days. Are you still involved in, in any capacity?
1: Uh, you know, I stepped away from... I was a, um, a sport director for um, Team Bike Exchange last year, but stepped away from that um, at the end of the year last year. Um, so not directly involved anymore, but yeah, obviously still, um, you know, after 25 years in the <laughs> industry, still, still plenty of contacts and 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 always in contact with with the riders and and certainly um, lots of people throughout the different teams. So um, looking forward to be able to sit back and, and watch this Tour de France with a really different uh, set of eyes.
0: Great stuff! Well, you've given us great insight, Julian. Thanks so much for joining us on Weekend Sport across New Zealand, and uh, we'll enjoy the uh, the late nights and the and the sleepless nights ahead as the Tour de France plays out.
1: Yeah, very much. Looking forward to it. Thank you.